Hi again, this is Volleyball Explained Podcast with me, Bogdan and Ronnie. Uh, the, after a short break, we are here uh, again, and we are going to talk about three very interesting topics. Uh, uh, Euro uh, 2021 women uh, is uh, is happening just now, even now at the moment, the quarterfinal uh, uh, is, uh, is played, is being played. Uh, also, tomorrow starts Euro 2021 men, and also uh, at the moment we have also the World Championship U19 uh, men or boys, however you, you want to, uh, to call it. I believe men is already something proper uh, to call these guys. So uh, these are the three topics we're going to uh, comment uh, today. Uh, but of course, uh, in terms of, uh, I don't know, importance, taking, taking into account that we have already the quarterfinals in the Women's Euro. Let's start with the Women's Euro. Today, uh, the first quarterfinal between the teams of Netherlands and Sweden has been played. The Netherlands beat Sweden uh, 3-0, a routine win, an easy win for the uh, for the team of uh, the coach Avital Seringer. And now at the moment, Turkey uh, is playing against uh, uh, Poland and uh, they took uh, Turkey, took, uh, took the, the first set and they are leading 18 to 8 in the second set. So it's very probable that the Turkey is going to lead just uh, in several minutes, uh, two sets to zero. Uh, the other quarterfinals are Serbia, one of the hosts of the tournament, actually the only host of uh, of the tournament, uh, uh, which is uh, uh, in in the in still in the tournament, and uh, of course uh, Italy against Russia. Ronnie, what do you think about the tournament so far, and uh, w- which do you think is the is the biggest surprise? Even though I I won't be very uh, I, I I could presume I won't be very uh, satisfied with the answer. Well, uh, it, it has been um, a tournament that, you know, many people that you didn't think in the past will show up, now they do. The volleyball is spreading across Europe uh, at a good rate, a good fast and, and pass and, sorry, pass uh, speed, sorry. And it has become a very popular sport between girls, especially. You know, you have teams like France who now are preparing the the to be the host of the next Olympics, and you have Sweden with the with the figure of uh, of Pelle Hack. So you have other teams like Belarus who lose in the in the previous uh, round versus Russia, but you know, it's, it's growing and, and this is very important to the volleyball community. Uh, for me, it has been like watching a world championship in, in times of COVID, you know, because you don't have the same quality in other uh, continental championship like North Sika or South America championship or even in the Asian championship for no mention of course the african championship so uh, <laughs> uh, uh answering your question of course the most surprising uh, thing was sweden when they won against the host bulgaria uh, the thing is when bulgaria won the two sets that they won uh, make it look too easy for 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 them 
I think that they uh, commit uh, a series of uh, silly errors in the in the ends of the second and the and the third, especially the third because you do you have to when when you when you lose a set, everybody uh, thinks that you have to want the next one, you know, and that didn't happen. Bulgaria, I think if Bulgaria have won the the, the third set, they got it. So, yeah, much over. And we uh, actually, uh, we actually let in this uh, set 17 to 13. I mean, the third set we lost at the end. So, uh, and I'm pretty sure that we would have won this if, if we won the, the third set. Uh, it, it, people have, have told me that uh, Hack did everything. Uh, man, you saw the game, you were, you were there. Hack no, was... I, 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 I don't agree with this. I mean, Hack, I mean Hack, Hack, Hack didn't do uh, anything till the third set, I believe, and and even even so, she didn't do as much as the other Swedish player. I think the defense and blocking of that team, where uh, it wasn't something great, but it showed up when they needed, you know, and uh, and especially yeah. to to. Uh, 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 when they perform those defense or unblocking, the Bulgarian players used to lose their their, their main focus. Uh, we saw Eli Vasileva uh, uh, failed some some spikes uh, in very important spikes. So uh, yes, uh, shout out to the second middle blocker. Uh, I believe is not the one that it will go into Italy. I I'm talking about the the. I, I don't know his name. I think he's Christina uh, Christina Vuchkova. Yeah. Uh, exactly. So uh, she 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 tried to <laughs> to to inspire the team with with his fast spike and and, and such. But at the end, man, it, it, it was impossible. And if you see the the total points, Bulgaria make uh, one hundred and ten points, and Sweden only ninety five. So that makes you the idea that the better team didn't win. <laughs> so, but in volleyball, we are used to to see that this kind of uh, situation, you know, especially in the last Olympics. Uh, in the women, everything was fine, but in the men, nobody nobody told me or told you that France could uh, lift the goal. So uh, yeah, it it happens and it it happens uh, a lot. So yes, and at the end, Sweden won. But uh, we all know that they give it, they they were uh, living beyond their life expectations. So yeah, uh, the result versus Netherlands wasn't surprised me. So yeah, to see. Yeah, for sure. I, I would just add several uh, several things about the Bulgarian performance in this match. Firstly, I believe that uh, technically we were awful in reception during the whole game. And uh, we we was not able to compensate in attack due to two reasons. Firstly, Elitsa Vasilieva's uh, injury. Uh, we we all know that uh, she was injured during the whole tournament, uh, more or less. Uh, of course, it's a slight injury that actually uh, gives her the chance, gave her the chance to to play. But uh, especially in this match, uh, uh, it was it was pretty sure that that um, the injury deterior deteriorated. And actually, she wanted to be subbed in the tiebreak, but Ivan Petkov, the head coach of Bulgaria, didn't respect her uh, her wish. 
Uh, the second one is that uh, I, I noted it also during the match that Emilia Dimitrova, our opposite, uh, she played uh, great during the whole tournament in the in the group stage. She uh, was pretty tired and she was not jumping uh, well uh, uh, highest in the previous matches. And, uh, and actually another injury uh, in, uh, in the second match, I believe in the preparation of the second match uh, of the uh, reserve opposite Mira Paskova, uh, didn't uh, give us the chance to have an op opposite uh, substitute um, after the, the match against Spain. Uh, but still, uh, if you uh, are leading 13-11 in the tiebreak, this couldn't justify your uh, your defeat. And I believe that after the first set, we underestimated the team of Sweden. We all already thought at, at least uh, uh, subconsciously uh, about uh, about the quarterfinals and that was uh, that was the problem okay uh, enough for this because i'm also very pissed i was pissed off i made a live after uh, you know after the the match from the streets of klovdiv uh, where this match has been played um uh, let's let's go again just uh, just check what is the result between turkey and poland turkey so almost won the second set mm -hmm. um uh, the, the next thing, uh, of course, is that Serbia will face France tomorrow uh, and Italy will face Russia. Actually, the, the winner of Serbia-France will play the winner of Turkey-Poland. Uh, the, the final four will be played in Belgrade. So Turkey against Serbia is a very probable uh, semi-final. And I believe that if this happens, this is going to be a final uh, before the final. Uh, actually, that was the final of the European Championship 2019. Uh, in the other part, Netherlands against Italy. I, I don't uh, uh, Italy or Russia. I I believe that Italy is a slight favorite against Russia, and this is because of the fact, probably also that Russia is uh, without many of their stars like Goncharova, Korolova, Voronkova, and Fetisova. Uh, still, Arina Fedorovtseva, the 17 years old star, is there, but. Uh, I don't think she's going to be enough, even though Italy is not impressing that much during the during the group stage. So uh, I would say that Netherlands, Italy is going to be the other semi-final. And here I am uh, going to make a prediction that it's very possible for me to to have a surprise there because just because of the fact that Italy is not that impressive. Let's 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 see. Actually, who's your favorite for the tournament? Uh, well, my favorite is uh, Italy. But um, I will have to see if uh, Serbia, um, with their um, with their core advantage, can uh, can do damage, and I think they will do. It will not be a three-zero game, that's for sure. It can be. It's possible in women volleyball, but you know. Uh, Prior to the Olympics, you know that Serbia and Italy did some friendlies and they all end up for uh, Serbia, 3-2. Um, but, you know, this is was uh, after, before the Olympics and none of these teams participate in the VNL, at least with, with their first squad. Uh, Italy, well, it, it surprised me yesterday because we all know that uh, Herbots from Belgium was injured. And she didn't play, or, or she she won't play anymore in the, at this tournament. And uh, Italy uh, was uh, leading the, the game. It I thought it was gonna be a 3-0, but Belgium managed somehow to win a set. 
So to see how fragile is the Italy team when they are uh, behind. So uh, as you say, Russia only have Fedorkseva and some young uh, players that it will uh, take the 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 Russian team to the next Olympic cycle. We have no more Kosheleva. We have no more Goncharova. Uh, they are all. They are also uh, some middle blockers missing. And uh, well, they 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 have uh, they they do what is supposed to do for for this team in, in this tournament. I think tomorrow can be a pretty easy match for for the for the Italians. Uh, and I I don't think really that um, we will have. Uh, a surprise, like like you say, because you know Netherlands has to go from plus deep now to Belgrade. They have to travel. You know how many COVID restrictions are. They have to take uh, additional measures uh, in Europe. So Italy is already in Belgrade. They they will play tomorrow, and that's and they will play day day uh, three September three of September. So it will be two days without playing. Now the Netherlands will, will spend four plus the traveling. So I don't think that we will see maybe, I, I we, you know, you have to take in account all those uh, things yeah. into consideration because okay. they, are very, they, are, they, they are very important. And in the end, uh, the small details at the end uh, make you or at least the close final result. At least, uh, at least I'm sure that we're going to have very interesting semi-finals because most of the matches in the group stage were pretty awful to watch. Uh, not, not interesting is the least we can say about them. And I believe that 24 teams are too much, especially in the women's, uh, in the women's section. Probably in the men's is uh, here, here, but uh, yeah, too much too. I Probably think. too much too, but but a little bit a little bit better because in the women's section we had teams like Bosnia, like Greece, like Spain, like I don't know. Uh, too much. Okay, uh, probably this is enough. Uh, very, it's very possible that we're going to have Serbia, Turkey, and Netherlands, uh, Italy in the in the in the semifinals. Of course, this is totally not sure. Uh, but let's go to the uh, to the men's Euro 2021. Uh, the the European Championship men starts tomorrow with uh, the matches between Estonia and Latvia and uh, Finland against uh, North Macedonia. Finland and Estonia plus uh, Czech Republic and uh, Poland are the hosts again. Uh, four countries hosting the European Championship and. Uh, and probably this is the moment where we should uh, actually uh, explain uh, the groups. Uh, in the first uh, group, Group A, we have the teams of uh, Belgium, Greece, Poland, the host Portugal, Serbia, and Ukraine. Here, the, uh, the favorites are Poland and Serbia. Uh, in the second group, we have Belarus, Bulgaria, the host Czech Republic, Italy, Montenegro, and Slovenia. Uh, Slovenia and Italy are the favorites here, but Italy is a very scarce team without Zaitsev, without Contorena, even without uh, players like, for example, Uka Vettori. The, uh, the opposites in the team uh, for the championship will be Giulio Pinali and Yuri Romano. Gianelli uh, will be captain, but uh, uh, yeah, very, very young team. Uh, so I believe that in the group here, 
in group uh, pool B, we have Slovenia uh, as the favorite. Um, group C, pool C, we have the host Finland, um, Netherlands, North Macedonia, Russia, Spain, and Turkey. Of course, Russia is the favorite uh, in this group, but again, without Maxim Mikhailov and even without uh, Poletaev, um, the, um, the opposites uh, in this case will be Maxim Zhigalov and uh, the surprise, uh, Kirill Kletz, who played in a Bulgarian championship several uh, years ago. Actually, a lot of the teams uh, have uh, uh, have missing players, and this is uh, for a very simple reason, because for the very first time since I don't know when, uh, we have three big tournaments, VNL, Olympic Games, and European Championship in one year, and of course... This is uh, this this is the decisive factor. And the pool D, we have Croatia, Estonia, France, Germany, Latvia, and Slovakia. We have France and, um, of course, Germany as the favorites in this group. The France, of course, the Olympic champion uh, for the one eight finals. Um, uh, pool A will be crossed with pool C, the first team of pool. A will play the fourth uh, of pool C and uh, so on. Uh, B and D will also cross uh, for uh, for the one eight finals. Uh, who is your favorite here? Because it's for, for me, it's a very hard estimation due to the fact that we had so many so many championships here. France probably, uh, but as Olympic champion. The motivation will play. Russia is weakened uh, without Mikhailov and Puletaev. Uh, Italy is weakened without Zaitsev and Juan Torena uh, and even Vettori. Uh, I don't know. For example, a medal for Slovenia, could it happen? Well, uh, it couldn't the last uh, European Championship and it happened. So uh, I think that yeah. we we are usually... Again, I would say again. I, I, I oh, actually sorry. missed it again for Slovenia. We always underestimating Slovenia because of one thing, history. And if something has been proven, history means nothing when the game is uh, at this... Uh, at this hot spot, you know. Uh, uh, if you're looking for a favorite, I say Poland, you know. This is the redeem campaign from the disastrous Olympic campaign. And it will be the last uh, tournament of Vital Heinen because she already said goodbye to the yeah. national team. And, you know, Poland is looking for now uh, uh, a new coach that uh, uh, took the team to the to the uh, France Olympics, Paris Olympics, sorry. And they will be at home, you know. If something I learned that is that Poland in home, they they deliver a good show. We are not talking about the 2017 Eurovolley. That was a disastrous. I, I believe that they didn't want to play too much. And after the the... The conquest of the of the 2014 uh, World Championship, but you know, uh, I thought that it would be more competitive pools in terms of teams, but we only see play as something that you know that game of Poland versus Serbia, the only one that can give us something. Uh, Italy, uh, maybe they are 
a young team, but uh, especially Bulgaria, which doesn't which doesn't have Sokolov uh, in this tournament, uh, they can they can easily beat uh, the other teams like Belarus or Montenegro or such. And talking about Bulgaria, is a is is it's hard to see what is going on with this team that has some so much history. I believe this is the the worst uh, the worst period uh, since I watched volleyball of of this national team when players uh, are not called to the national team due to internal problems with with the coaches and and. And people of the federation, like like you mentioned, uh, every time that you have opportunity, and this is something that has have killed one of the historical uh, national teams in Europe, Bulgaria, who were finalists in the Eurovolley of 2009. Sorry, finalists or or uh, third place, third place. Sorry, third place. And, yeah, third place in 2009. Yes, uh, and in the at the sorry, in the in the first decade of twenty uh, one century, they won several things uh, and participate in in Olympics. The last one participation, they almost got a medal uh, playing for the third. So not, right now they are like, I you know Serbia, or or even worse, you know. So because Serbia still has some players that maintain that that country uh, in contention for for things like Lisinac, Vasevic, and Atanasijevic. I don't know what's going on with Serbia after those men retire, but it looks pretty pretty shaky too. So uh, I will say that of course Slovenia is the favorite, even though they only have six or seven players, they don't have bench, uh, and Italy will come second. And you say pool C, I think they are saying that Kliuka maybe will be the opposite, <laughs> the starting opposite. I <laughs> maybe uh, this is a crazy idea. I I if if I was um, if Samuel Wu is planning something different, I don't know, but I will not risk maybe the 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 best man of this team, uh, especially before the club season. Uh, to uh, to another risky position because yeah. you know how how physical you have to be to play. Uh, I don't see any reason for for having two opposites playing uh, outside hitters and opposites. This this could happen only with Perugia and Heinen. Okay, <laughs> and of course France and Pool D is the favorite, and maybe Germany or Slovakia. Germany did some friendlies versus Netherlands. It didn't go too too well. But I, I, I believe that Grosser didn't play in those in, in those games. Uh, Germany is other team that is rebuilding his uh, his, his squad. Uh, you have guys like Linus Weber, Fromm, and Sosenheimer, you know. Uh, but still, they are no match for France. The only thing that I, I see for France is the Bernardino factor. You know, he is a man that doesn't like... Uh, lazy players or, or unprofessional ones. And this can be a conflict because how do you motivate a group of players that already won the, the ultimate prize, which is gold in Olympic? So less, less have, than a month ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you don't have enough weapon to say, hey guys, we need to 
they don't need to do anything. They already won the, 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 the ultimate prize. And this is this can be a problem for him, you know, because uh, there is no way that you will say to Engapet, look, dude, you you haven't won anything. He already won everything. So uh, and and that is your 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 best guy. So the the main focus of Bernardino in this Olympic cycle is work with the young categories and the young players to, and try to find someone who can be the next Engapet. Otherwise, I think it will be very difficult for him to continue after Paris or even make it to the Olympic Games because uh, okay, France is the Olympic champion, but how many Olympic medals have won Bernardino? So we are talking about a man that took Brazil to the final for four consecutive Olympic Games and won two votes. So uh, maybe Ingaped and the boys are the Olympic champion. Okay, congratulations. But you have to respect your coach who has more Olympic history than yours. So, uh, and I know that there are some internal problems already with this squad, you know, uh, and Bernardino is not happy there. He thought that it would be uh, a different situation, but I can understand what is going through because uh, you didn't expect that France took the gold at the Olympics. No one expected that. Maybe it was a, a slight chance, you know, a, a, a tiny chance, but when they when they go to the final, everything was possible and, and they did. So the chances that that thing happens again, very, very small. And even in Paris, when they will play with, with crowd, hopefully, and, uh, and in his home, it will be very hard to, to, do, to do that again, especially with the players aging and the, and the quality of the middle blockers, etc. Not that Bartolomé Chilinici is any bad, but I don't think that leg off can keep the rhythm or the others uh, middle blockers in general. Do you yeah. think that's, that it's possible to have a uh, to have a team who is taking the role of Sweden in the women's tournament? Uh, uh, an average team reaching the quarterfinals, for example? Well, man, you know how unpredictable women volleyball is. You can be five or six points ahead and you can go for a, a, a cup of coffee and when you go back, the game style. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, in this situation, particularly, maybe Turkey can do some damage. People uh, don't quite know the, that Turkey is a, is a country that have a decent league and they have now Lagun uh, on on his roster. Another uh, and, and other experienced uh, players like Brutai Subasi and uh, F. Bayran, who is uh, like Lagusija, a young player which playing Halbank. Sorry, who playing Halbank? Uh, but Turkey, maybe Bulgaria, as we all know, is facing problems, many problems. And maybe Germany can, because they have Giuliani and Broser. 
nobody thought that Germany uh, ain't uh, playing for the Olympic ticket in his home or playing the final in 2017 Eurovolley versus Russia, but they did. So uh, Germany is a team that you have to you have to look up in this kind of situation because as, as you say, France already won the thing that they 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 need they needed to win in, in this year. Russia doesn't have Maxime and you know Maxime maybe he's not the the best player anymore in Russia, but he's a key a key member of this uh, national team. And you know, but taking taking that oh, oh sorry Ukraine Ukraine you have uh, Oleg Plonovsky. And, and other guys, uh, they are investing all the resources of the league in two teams, uh, in Podoliani and Barkon Kashani. And I think, I, I believe Barkon is making negotiations with the Plus Liga to play there in next season. I don't know how, but um, they think that they, for the, because are, they are close to Poland, they, they, they could also play their league. I will say that they have to get first in the second division as everyone and not aim for now to the first division of Bundesliga. Yeah. Uh, but you know, these Ukrainian, these Ukrainian people always uh, taking the, 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 the opportunity to, to bring their, their teams to another level. And I know that they are, they are some important businessmen uh, in, in this country. So, they, they can't do it uh, possible. And from, from my perspective, that's it. Ukraine, Turkey, and maybe Germany. Netherlands uh, now are using uh, water thermat as oxide heater. He, he was uh, opposite, well, he is an opposite in Sirat Bankasin, in Turkish League. Uh, and they are using that in conjunction with uh, Ter Horst, who will play in Perugia, still play in Perugia. And of course, Nimir as your opposite. With those, with those three three players, maybe they, they, they can do some damage. But uh, uh, taking taking out those those teams, maybe you you can beat Italy, for example, because Italy has no more the the, the, the big stars, you know. But they have uh, Micheletto, and Micheletto is uh, the the rising star. And for the first time in many years, you have uh, a player of Italy that is a star and is 100% Italy with no Russian parents or Cuban. <laughs> it's not, uh, okay, you understand my point. Yeah, so, yeah. So and, yes. and let's mention also that Italy has a new coach too, just like France. Their new coach is Fernando de Giorgi, the former uh, head coach of, uh, of Ube and also of uh, Poland, for example. Uh, and let's uh, say uh, also some things about Bulgaria. I will be very, mm, very surprised if Bulgaria makes it more than, than a 1 8 final uh, for a very simple reason. Firstly, uh, there are some rumors. Uh, I wouldn't say information because it's not, it's not confirmed, but Tvetansukov uh, uh, and Todos Krimov and also one other player had some injuries that probably is not going to give them the chance to play on 100%. So it will be very, very, 
very similar situation like the one of Yelitsa Vasileva in the women's team. And I believe that uh, if we need to play without Sukov and Skrimov, it's going to be a very VNL similar situation. And so it's uh, uh, the opposite Velizar Chernokozhev with Martina Tanasov mm. and, uh, and, uh, and uh, Asparuch Asparuchov, of course, a very talented players like Asparuch and Martin, but but we were not going to have this this weapon needed to to make it uh, against the best uh, the best teams even 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 not not against even the best but also against the uh, the teams that are under the under the best like for example Germany and uh, probably teams like Netherlands and uh, uh, teams like this. Uh, and I'm not very big optimist about this tournament, but let's hope that uh, that uh, they are going to prove prove me wrong. Uh, do you want to add something more about about no, the, the the importance of this tournament and because of the world new ranking system of points, you know, uh, you have to take in account every tournament into consideration because now you lose points in every tournament you know it doesn't matter is it is a european gold league or european silver league or panan cup or or seca or Eurobolic. you you lose points uh, even when you enter the coin the the court if you win you lose points and if you win three two versus a weak team you also Lose, lose points. points. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, and, and, and this is something that I, I was checking the, the rankings uh, today in the morning, and I saw that the defeat versus Sweden uh, only cost nine points to Bulgaria. It wasn't that much as, as I thought, you know, only nine points. But if Sweden have won 3 1 or 3 0, they could have taken more. So uh, this is very important for the yeah. future of the volleyball. And the FIBB wants that the key players of every national teams play the most part of the tournament uh, because they are tired to, to have B or C squads. And they, like, for example, if you notice, uh, after the Olympics, uh, United States ends at the at the fourth spot in the FIBB ranking. After the Nausicaa Championship, which uh, they, they, they sent an, an college team uh, and they didn't even make it to the semis, they dropped two spots. And this can be uh, important because uh, we all know that uh, draw for the World Championship is coming up 13, uh, no, third, uh, 30, sorry. Of September, at the end of September, and it will be uh, a match that the world ranking will be the yeah. the, the fact, the big factor to draw all the teams in the in the for the qualifiers. Yes, this is the most important uh, thing about about the ranking. That if you are in a better place in the ranking, you have uh, you have better opponents in the in the in the qualifiers for the European for, Championship or World Championship. For sort for something, I mean, Bulgaria, they are in a top spot. They will have for sure a hard team, a medium team, and a wicked team. Yeah. Because you know, as as, as you know, uh, there will be six uh, pools 
of four teams in the in the first phase, and then in the second, you will have uh, three pools of six teams, something like like that. You know how Fib is with his formula, never are good, but you know that's that's it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, probably this is enough for the European Championship. Uh, let's go uh, just a bit for the U19 World Championship, uh, where we have the semifinals tomorrow. Bulgaria will face Russia and Iran will face Poland. Uh, today in the in the quarterfinals, Iran beat Argentina. Bulgaria beat in a very dramatic match Italy. Russia beat Brazil and Poland beat Germany. What do you think? Well. Since the first edition of this World Championship, Bulgaria hasn't been able to conquer another medal. We are talking about 89, one year before the CCP uh, fall and the Berlin Wall also. <laughs> and at that time, uh, Brazil conquered gold. Soviet Union was second and Bulgaria was third place beating Iran 3-0. Now we have uh, maybe... Uh, 22 years, uh, 22, no, 32 years. 32. Uh, uh, after we have Bulgaria in a pretty nice spot. After um, after so long, they 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 never reached the best four uh, in this kind of tournament. And for the first time, we have a team that is capable of doing great teams. They they know how it is to lose versus Russia in this tournament. So I don't think the the result will be the same will be the same maybe they can because they are tired from the from the today game you have the russians lady favorites but you know as cuba and cuba played the russians and they didn't impress me they are a team that make a lot of errors because they 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 serve too too hard and they try to win the game uh, uh, from the from the service line, you know, um, and yeah, maybe Bulgaria can do some damage because I think they 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 play like like the Italians, you know, they they receive well, they they block well, they know how to do counter attacks, which in these categories is very hard to to see, and they like like you say, they are not boys, they are men. And uh, they they have a really nice shot. Of course, Russia for me is the favorite to win and qualify to the finals. And the other results didn't did, didn't surprise me too much. Maybe the Argentina won because Argentina is a team that always uh, take care of the of the fundamentals and the basis of volleyball, even if they don't have good good size. To, to play this sport but yeah another thing that I criticize of this tournament is the fact that all the let's say not great team end up playing in the upper side of the of the bracket leaving Iran and maybe easy path to the to the semi-final or the finals of course they will meet Poland is black beast for for almost over a decade or so um, but i think iran has many chances to go to the final too so uh, even if if poland beat them in the in the group phase 
considerations, final considerations about Italy. Italy did well. They 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 could have won the the the, the, the game and the and the tournament. But when you have a, a, a so competitive team like Bulgaria, who didn't uh, left the ball drop in the fourth, when that block when that giant block of the Italians uh, took took off and. Uh, uh, I, I almost saw the ball touch the floor, you know, and at the last moment, that's why I, I, I love volleyball and we all love volleyball because it, it's, uh, in, a, in a fraction of a second, your life can change forever. So, <laughs> and Bulgarians keep the ball alive, keep the dream alive, and, and they won. And maybe Bulgarians fans doesn't like the ways that Stoev do things but uh, he is in another semifinal again after many, many years, you know, and uh, he's the only uh, coach of Bulgaria that have, uh, let's say, have been uh, with, with, with good results, you know, in the, over, in the last 20 years. Uh, no Stoichet, but we all know that Bulgarian Federation didn't, didn't, uh, didn't let Stoichet work properly. Uh, but facts are facts. He didn't want anything. Also, um, Randy, Randy only won the, that bronze, I believe, yeah, in, yeah. The, in the European Championship. And you have Stoy one, once more uh, doing good things. I don't know. Uh, there are big chances that he, he, he keep playing for the, for the young categories, developing players and such. Which is very important in the, at this moment because we know that Bulgaria doesn't have many, many source material right now, but uh, it's a it's a really great result already. Maybe tomorrow we will have the ultimate prize and end in the final. Let's hope so. Yeah. This uh, I would uh, I, I would like to, uh, actually I can talk about this team for uh, I don't know for decades. Uh, this firstly this generation is not only a very talented in terms of volleyball but also uh, a, a group uh, a team of uh, very decent and well educated uh, boys. This this mm -hmm. is the first thing I I would like I would like to mention. Secondly. The, the, it's very important that there were not only nerves of steel, it was unbelievable what they what they made in the fourth and in the fifth set. Uh, they have also subs, they have the reserves like uh, Venisov Antov. Venisov Antov is, is, uh, is playing in U U19, but he's only 17. He's born, uh, he was born in 2004. Actually, one of the middles was a Buchkov, a number three of the Bulgarian team, also born in 2004. Uh, the other, the, the other, the other guys uh, were were born in, in 2003, but uh, some of, some of them uh, developed in a in a great fashion, like uh, Alexander Nikolov, the the son of Vladimir Nikolov. Uh, some of them didn't, like Vladimir Gurkov, but during the during the tournament, they're playing better and better. I hope that they won't be that that tired from this match. And now, uh, firstly, I'm going to, to, to add something interesting that Andre Borettini, the Italian specialist, is an assistant, assistant head coach in, uh, in the Bulgarian team and uh, probably is very strange, awkward, awkward feeling after the match. But uh, he was also very happy for the team and I'm sure for that because he's also working with six of the players playing in Levski Sofia from this team. Uh, 
I would like to give credit to to Italy because if they had won this 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 match, it, it would have been very fair. And I actually told you that in our chat with Nicole also. Uh, Italy is a very good team in defense, very good team in, in reception, and they have much better technique, I believe, than, than our team. But our team today, I, I would say that, with, of course, when you won with two points, with 16 and 19, you always need to have luck. But I believe that the power won today, the power, or not only the power of spikes, but also the power of will. And tomorrow against Russia is going to be a very different match because... I believe that Russia is the total opposite as a team of um, of Italy. If Italy is very good in defense and reception, Russia's uh, uh, weakness is is, is there. Uh, and uh, and actually, Bulgaria could have won the the first match uh, uh, if we had a better block be, uh, against against the the high balls of, of Russia. But we didn't do it. I hope that we're going to have much better serve with uh, with Gerkov playing better. Uh, and also uh, Budurov playing better uh, in blocking. He he had uh, a six uh, six blocks uh, today against against Italians. I really hope that we can we can beat Russia, but it's going to be very hard. Also because of the fact that Russia beat very easily Brazil 3-0, and we had this very dramatic match. In the other in the other semi final, I am uh, I didn't watch Iran. But I watched the partially the match between uh, Poland and Germany. I was not that impressed uh, from Poland. Uh, more to say that Germany is, is a weak team than, uh, than uh, that uh, Poland played very impressive. Uh, they played decently, just, just what they needed. So this is going to be. And uh, it's very hard for me to predict uh, both matches. Probably Iran and uh, and Russia are a slight favorite, but it's very even. Okay. Do you think, do you think yeah. so that Iran is favorite over uh, over Germany, right? Uh, uh, over, over Poland. Over Poland, yeah. Well, uh, looking, hard, looking hard to say. Probably, the, I watched very, very, very slight portion. Almost no, no one against uh, in the match in their match against Argentina in the in the. In the in the fourth set, uh, which they took very easily, so I actually I'm not considering that for watching because it was very a very small portion of the match. Yeah, well, uh, let's see how how thing ends. But like like you say, uh, uh, Poland, Poland maybe maybe upset the the host. Uh, we are not. Uh, in presence of that kind of Poland team that dominates the young categories like uh, four years ago. But uh, if, is, if something can upset Iran, it's Poland, you know, because of the history. And uh, I don't like the Iranian teams because for me, they always, uh, I, I feel they always do the same. You know, when I see the faces of the Iranian players, I don't see boys. I see players of <laughs> 22 or 23 years. And I think they are, uh, I don't know, maybe is their uh, physique, maybe is their, uh, that's the way things are back there. But for me, they are not using, and for many, 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 many years ago, 
they are not using players of the the age of they are saying that the player is so uh it will for me uh, a, a very good result if Poland came victorious of that encounter and of course I also want that Bulgaria win because I'm tired that the Russians took everything every final in, in young category so let's see and also I don't think Lebinsky is the new Maxim Mihailov I don't know why people keep saying that so the, the Every, every time that a player shows up from a country that has history, oh, look, he's the next this, he's the next that. The son of Vlado Nikolov is not Vlado Nikolov. He's, he's something else, you know. Maybe he will develop great and be a respectful player like his dad, but every player has his own history. And we cannot compare every time that some, someone shows up Look, he's the next this, and he's the next... Yeah, I agree. You know, Brazil have, like, a guy, Maicon Franza, who who is 2 meters and 15 tall, for uh, and he have 17 or 18 years. And everyone is, is saying in Brazil that he's the next Leon. If Leon watched that player play, he will laugh, you know, because he is only a tall kid, but very uncoordinated and very uh, amateur in his movement and very slow. So we, we have to need to, we, we need to stop comparing peoples and players from other generation to this new generation. That's it. Uh, just to add that Turkey beat uh, Poland. So they, they qualify for Belgrade uh, and probably they're going to, to play the host from Serbia in the semifinal. Uh, that was quiet enough for today. We were very extensive um, about the both European Championship, the women's, uh, 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 which is in their uh, quarterfinal phase, and uh, the European Championship men, which starts tomorrow. Also about the U19 World Championship men, uh, which is in their semi-final phase with very interesting matches, uh, Bulgaria, Russia, and Iran, Poland. A very exciting matches they will be. Uh, this is enough. Thank you, Ronnie, for, uh, Thank for, you, Ronnie. for being here. Uh, thanks also for the listeners. Uh, uh, subscribe to Volleyball Explain. Subscribe to Cuban Spike. Uh, follow uh, Pioli Di Volley, the, um, the page of Nicole in Twitter and Facebook. And uh, of course, if you like our content, you can also support um, support it uh, uh, in Patreon with the link below in the description. Listen to us also in the podcast plus podcast platforms, and uh, see you listen to us. See you, watch you, and until the next time. Bye bye. Bye bye. Take care.